If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome to another episode of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64 Josh, and this is NPC Live. So, people are going to be joining here shortly today's topic is are you ready to say goodbye to the switch and of course you can be a part of this conversation by hitting me up on twitter at n64josh you can jump into the discord n64josh.com slash discord and let me know are you ready to say goodbye to the switch i have an i have an article here from GameIndustry.biz, and the title reads nintendo direct introduces the switch's sunset slate now of course this is just an opinion piece okay but i thought it was a good topic for us to dive into i see becca is back welcome back good to see you i see ben over on tiktok welcome on in Guys, we are live on Twitch, YouTube, and TikTok, and very soon, we're going to be live on Kick. so make sure to uh, follow me over there. So, are you ready to say goodbye to the Switch? Well, let's, let's jump into the article a little bit here and see, see what it has to say. So, with the title being the Sunset Slate, it says a focus on remasters and remakes was a fan-pleasing move. But it's increasingly obvious that Switch software is in a holding pattern as we wait for a hardware refresh. Okay, so jumping into this thing, it says Nintendo Direct broadcasts have become something of a fixture of the industry. There's now the company's default way of sharing news about upcoming software, its development schedule, and usually for a company which has such a reputation for playing its cards close to its chest. This means that in many ways, Nintendo is the most open and transparent of the platform holders regarding its software pipeline. This week's Nintendo Direct was no exception, giving us clarity on a lot of the release schedule for the switch in the coming year or so the transparency can only go so far though and the challenge for nintendo's direct format right now is the same as the challenge for nintendo more broadly how do you communicate with players about the software pipeline when behind the scenes more and more of that pipeline is being diverted towards a console you haven't started talking about yet and this i mean this has been a conversation we have we have had multiple times how do they tackle this? It says, to be clear, Nintendo finds itself 
in a very high quality, you know, finds itself with a very high quality problem here. It's just launched Tears of the Kingdom to commercial success and rave reviews. The game is selling Game Busters or Gangbusters and will be one of the most played and most discussed games of 2023. The company couldn't have hoped for a bigger exclusive title to keep the Switch afloat through what is likely the last major year on the market. But at the same time, the launch of Tears of the Kingdom raises the next question, which is the far thornier matter of how the transition to the company's next hardware platform is to be managed. Part of the reason why speculation on the front will be intense is because we really don't know what Nintendo actually plans to do with its Switch follow-up. We just know it's something that has to happen fairly soon or risk losing the momentum behind the existing platform entirely. And this is, I mean, this has been the topic of conversation, right? This is where, this is, this is where the questions always arise. How does Nintendo launch a potentially new system without completely like just, just shutting down the switch? This, this is a, this is a tricky path to, to navigate. Because there are plenty of us switch owners that still want that still want software up until we can upgrade. But honestly, with all the switches in the wild, not only, you know, how does how does Nintendo handle the new the new software or the new the new hardware, but what happens with the switch? So the question I'm asking everybody, and I see some gifts coming in over on TikTok, so thank you for that. But the question of today's show is, are you ready to say goodbye to the switch? And then there's so many different questions that will pop up from that very, that very question. I don't see a reality where Nintendo just says, here's the new console and we're going to completely abandon the switch and only focus on this. It doesn't work like that. The way I foresee this happening is kind of the way this article is describing it, where we see plenty of plenty of remakes, remasters, DLC, and then, then we see the new system drop. The new system, I believe, is going to come out with a Tears of the Kingdom Deluxe, potentially an Animal Crossing Deluxe, hopefully not another Mario Kart 8 deluxe right hopefully that's not the case and maybe even the 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 wonder game the super mario brothers wonder game that's coming out because they can they can drop dlc for a lot of these games package them as a whole and then and then put them on the new console now that's not to say that we won't see some some amazing games right off the bat there's the the very real potential for a 3D Mario game at launch. We haven't seen anything since Odyssey and Bowser's Fury. Albeit amazing, felt a little bit more like a uh, like a like an internal test than a, than an actual game. So there's something there. Uh, Ben S over on TikTok says, "Didn't they? Didn't they do that for the Wii U? The Wii U was 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 just so such a rough go that they they basically just took all the best things that were on the Wii U that should have moved consoles, put it on the Switch, and then moved consoles." Uh, P Cone says, "Is 
if there's backwards compatibility, definitely. So that's going to be a must with this next system. There's a very real possibility that the next system isn't even the next system, but that it is a, that it is a switch pro, but I don't know seven years with this, with this hardware is a long time. That's a very long time. And it is, it is hardware that was dated from the moment it released the switch has always been underpowered. And the reason for that is they can, they, they, they can make more money that way. Cause at the end of the day, this is still very much a business. And when they can sell their system at a profit, it's more money in their pocket, but that comes at the expense of being the latest and greatest and the, you know, the top of the line gaming machine. You look at the Xbox series X S and the PlayStation five, you know, they're the, the funny thing about those systems is even though when they're creating them and they're putting them together and they're talking all the teraflops and all the things, the moment they release, they're already, they're already outdated. And it's just, it's always been the case. Technology moves too quickly. So Nintendo's just decided, Hey, you know what? We're going to lean into it. We're going to make this, we're going to essentially take these, uh, these old Amazon fire tablets, put some controllers on the side and, and, uh, and put our games on it. And it worked. It worked very well. And we still, you know, we're still seeing them sell. Are they going to hit the, the PlayStation two numbers and, and the Wii numbers and all, you know, DS and, and all that stuff. It's hard to say. It's, it's, it's hard to say PS2 obviously is the, that's the goal, right? I believe we surpassed, I, I, I believe, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think we surpassed the Wii. Uh, Cryptic says, also keep in mind, under the assumption Nintendo still wants to do carts, if they want to go back to media with, with Blu-rays, then we can't have uh, backwards compatibility. It's very true. And another part of the conversation even though it's not Nintendo, is that uh... Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Their uh, Xbox is releasing some different versions of Starfield. Some of them do not have discs. It's just codes. And really all the discs do on the PlayStation and on the Xbox is just start the game. Everything else is all, all downloaded. Does Nintendo move to a, to a all digital system? I don't think so. I don't think so because retail is still very much important and retail Retail is necessary to move units, right? Especially hardware units. Can retail sell a, a little card in the store? Of course, we see that in the we see that in every section of every every electronics. Uh, you know, whether it be Nintendo, Xbox, or PlayStation, you can buy the digital games via a physical piece of cardboard, and uh, and download them that way. But I, I don't foresee. I don't foresee Nintendo just completely abandoning the Switch for at least a year or two 
after big price cuts still pushing. There's such an amazing uh, library of software that I don't foresee them just walking away from all of it. Will there be deluxe versions? Of course. But will we see price cuts and and trying to sell off the remaining stock? I, I think it's very much a very much a possibility. If it uh, let, let's get back to the article a little bit here and, and look at some of the stuff they're talking about. So it says um, part of the reason why speculation on on that front will be intense is because we really don't know what Nintendo actually plans to do with its switch follow up. We just know it's something that that has to happen fairly soon or risk losing the momentum behind the existing platform entirely. And we, we you know, that's it's about the momentum, right? It is about the momentum. Switch's momentum is beginning to slow. A new system brings new life into that momentum. If it's if it's the the next hot thing, if they if they can put out something that that you know people can start utilizing their 4K TVs and we can get games running at 60 FPS, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a big talking point. And people are gonna be all about that. Back to the article says there's decent evidence to suggest that plans have changed over the years. At one point pre-pandemic, Nintendo was clearly considering launching its iterative upgrade, the so-called Switch Pro. That would have extended the platform's lifespan without replacing it entirely. That almost certainly uh, that that's almost certainly no longer realistic since any modern update to the hardware at this point, six years from its original launch, would be a replacement rather than an iteration almost by default. The performance difference would be so significant forcing developers to continue supporting the original spec would be immensely restrictive. You know, and as the as the joke goes, as the as the guy with the microphone that really doesn't understand game game dev, can't they just change the sliders? Right? You guys have heard us talk about that before. And with modern game development, I do believe that there are some possibilities there. It's very similar to like a performance mode. And maybe they could get it right this time, but they have not really gotten it right in the past. You can take a game like Hyrule Warriors that was on the, the new 3DS as well as the original 3DS, and it ran po very poorly on the 3DS. The new 3DS could handle it, a little bit extra processing power, but there was no performance mode. There was, there was nothing like that. So if they can add performance mode, sure. But there's another element to this conversation. And that is when you what we've seen from the from Sony and Xbox is when you don't abandon your other platform quickly enough, it hurts your current platform and you take away the reason to upgrade. And then those that did upgrade start to ask the question, what is going on here? And it can really affect brand loyalty and make you kind of wonder about, like, is it even worth I've, I've heard it said many times, it's not even worth buying a new console until like three years into the life cycle where they finally abandon their old console and start fully supporting the new one. Now, Nintendo has showed us that they're kind of magicians when it comes to, uh, to their games on their consoles. And, and you look at like Mario Kart, it's gorgeous. It's, it's a fantastic game. It needs better net code, but it looks amazing, plays amazing. And that's really where Nintendo's focus is, is it also, you know, do they need, you know, 4k 120? I don't know that they really do. They're, they're selling like crazy, making money and putting out a ton of, of content. 
they could probably keep the same they could probably keep the same uh, the same structure going forward back to the article it says if there's anything if there's any company that could plug its ears to the resulting developer outcry and push ahead with such demand it's nintendo but it still seems much more likely that whatever hardware is announced next will be a full generational leap rather than anything like a switch pro upgrade beyond that the shape of what is to come is largely unknown a significant upgrade that maintained the switch form factor and basic concept is certainly possible and with any other company that's exactly what you'd expect this being Nintendo, though, a fairly significant departure that introduces major innovations over the existing Switch concept is also very much on the cards. Again, what does the next system look like? Is it a hybrid? Is it? Do we still see Joy-Cons? Do we, do we still have the ability to play handheld and play on, on the TV? I honestly hope so. It's the it's the this has been one of the best generations for for Nintendo gaming, period. And you don't have to you don't have to stop playing when you're when you're finished with your with your uh with your session on your TV or or in your office or wherever you play your game room. You can just still take it on the go and, and get a few extra minutes in before you before you crash or take the take stuff on the road with you and play anywhere. And that like that's what's been so great. And it's and we've had that ability with the handhelds, but you weren't getting your mainline games. You were getting the handheld games, which were always I mean, they were good. They were stellar. You got Pokemon, Zelda and Metroid and Mario and all the above. But when you can play a, a, a have a full console experience on the go. It's pretty inc- it's pretty incredible and I have a hard time believing they're going to they're going to abandon this this concept that's done that's done so well for them. Cryptic has a question says, "Josh, ha- you have an Xbox Series X. Do the load times affect your enjoyment when playing a game on Xbox with the fast SSDs than having longer loads on the Switch?" Uh, I mean, it, it may depend on the game, it may be game dependent if it's pulling me out of the immersion then yeah, it can be a little frustrating. If it's something like Fortnite, where it's like, yeah, I'm the last to, I'm the last to thank the bus driver or whatever. It's not that big a deal. There, there, there can be times that it's, that it, that it is frustrating and we don't want Nintendo to lag so far behind that. They're not, that they're still kind of missing out on some of the third party opportunities. It is, is there a world that we could live in where Nintendo could make a handheld device strong enough to run CD project red games. They did get the Witcher three on the switch, albeit a little bit uh, muddy. It's still there, but could we get to a place where cyberpunk could run on a Nintendo handheld is, is this a possibility? Are they able to take what was the Xbox one and the PS four and even elements of like the series S the series X and the PS five and squish them into a handheld device. They may be able to, but are they still going to be able to do that? But while selling at a profit, this is where it all gets tricky. And this is where Nintendo tends to lean into the older, the older hardware in order to sell at a profit and at the at the expense of having the latest and greatest uh games 
from from third parties. The Switch has done a great job of balancing it, and I think everybody can remember how the conversation was always get every game on Switch. I don't know that that conversation, I think that conversation dwindled over time, but can Nintendo deliver a system that gets us saying, once again, bring every game to the Switch or the Switch 2? And even as we discuss that, when it comes to when it comes to the Switch and it comes to the next system, their marketing has to be on point. They have to have the marketing so dialed that there is no question that you are buying the new system versus buying a different version. They have to be able to differentiate between the OLED, the light, and the OG switch. So that there is no confusion. The marketing can be can be on point and and very clear on that this is, you know, the switch next or the new switch or I, I feel like switch pro doesn't necessarily push us far enough away from the existing hardware. So there are a few things here that if, if Nintendo is really moving forward, one, make sure the new system is backwards compatible. Two, try to get it in on a price point that's similar to Switch, but maybe, maybe they they just keep it uh, uh, keep it in the family because it's still going to be a hybrid. There's there's a lot of questions. I see Nate is here. What's going on, buddy? Good to see you. We are we are asking the question: Are you ready to say goodbye to the Switch? And I think knowing Nate, I have a feeling his answer is going to be, oh, yes, yes, I'm ready. I am. I, I am ready. His kid has taken over his switch anyway and just watches the trailers to, uh, to Mario over, over and over again. <laughs> I think he had the Mario movie repeat uh, trailer on repeat for quite some time. But there's there's it's. Because I have a love for business. I'm excited to see how Nintendo tackles these challenges in the upcoming months. I think we're seeing very strategic plays, just like this article says. Uh, we're going to see remakes, remasters, low-hanging fruit, DLC. But then what do they do when the new system is announced and people stop buying the Switch because the new system is here? How many games are going to be available at launch? What are we going to see? How, how much of the pipeline are we going to see? When the Switch was announced, we saw games that were, I believe, over a year out. And will that be the case when they launch this new system? And we're, are we going to see companies like EA and, and CD Projekt Red and, and you know, Activision and, and, and Xbox? We just, if, you were, if you listen to the Nintendo News Minute, we talked about how Call of Duty like, could, could and probably will be on a Nintendo console very soon. How will these, how will these games run? What, what is the, what is the, what's the story of this next system? What are they going to tell us about online connectivity and, and how are they going to make some improvements over like the, the UI, the switches, the switch has never been, been horrible, but the eShop has always kind of been slow and not very organized. Like there are, there are a number of quality of life changes that can be made 
to to improve the uh the experience on the next nintendo console um and nate said it's actually it it's a trip because he's playing mario now not just watching the trailers i love that and uh nate says yes uh and yeah i'm definitely ready for a super nintendo switch however don't trip uh over like d- <laughs> yeah don't um don't trip over think d- don't trip over or overthink it it's nintendo yeah and and that that's that's true that is true nintendo they they've seen their history right and they understand going forward they caught lightning in a bottle they've had games that have sold like historic numbers uh, or don't trip over your own feet there we go there it is that's what he was trying to say and so uh they want to ca- they want to do this again guys they very much want to to capture that same lightning in the bottle and so how do they do that what are the plays that they have to make what are the decisions they have to make and you know those of us that have been playing the switch for the last six years yeah we're ready does this next console need backwards compatibility absolutely i don't i don't and and i want to see my hope is that we see some games even see improvement, right? Have have Mario Kart run a little smoother. Maybe the online has improved a bit. I don't know if that's even possible, but I would love that. I would love it. Does a Smash Bros, you know, Ultimate Deluxe come out with all characters available and a new rollback online feature? Like that would be one of the biggest plays Nintendo could make and then announce another fighter pass. That'd be huge. That would be that would be huge. It 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 feels a little bit like a punch in the face, right? For those of us that have, that have it all purchased. And yeah, were there there missteps on their part? Sure, but to have a game run smooth, like to have my favorite fighting game running smoothly, and to breathe life back into that system for the community or that that uh, series for the community, I'd be all for it. So let me know, guys, in the Discord or on Twitter. Are you ready? Or in the comments on YouTube, are you ready to say goodbye to the Switch? And while you're at it, let me know what some of your hopes are for the next system. I appreciate you guys being here with me. And Nate makes a good point. At least our digital purchase need to follow us. At least. That's a great point. There's been a big push for digital this last on this on this console. And they can't, they can't just completely abandon it. They cannot. We've all invested too much. You'd have yeah and that that scenario where like stuff just eventually goes away now of course you can still go and download your old stuff on the wii and potentially on the ds which is nice but it'd be nice just to have access to all those games at our at our fingertips since we did since we did put the money into it thank you guys so much for being here with me live i really do appreciate you and we will see you tomorrow on the next npc live bye now Thank you.